Okay, everybody, welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie, Hour 2. You're listening to Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listening online at conservativetalkabq.com from anywhere. I want to invite you to send me your questions and comments. And if you want to get started advertising, we can send a lot of business your way. My advertisers are doing really well that are advertising here on this show. Plus, your advertisement goes out on the station throughout the week as well. Send me your email, becca at freedomspeaknm.com. I'd love to hear from you. So I'm here with my guest co-host today, Stella Padilla, and we're having a fantastic conversation about stuff. We were talking about the going to talk about the omnibus spending bill and also in the first hour we were talking about uh, anti-science aggression now for those of you that never tune in to stations like cnn or ms dnc or any of these other ridiculous stations where all they do is just space they, they spout hatred and misinformation they actually do spout misinformation on a daily basis just like which i was actually kind of surprised this morning they were you know fox news was even broadcasting the uh, the thing from the capitol in which they were spouting more lies you know bloodthirsty insurrectionists claiming that five capitol police officers were killed during the bloody insurrection they made it sound like it was a really nightmare and it didn't look that bad even on tv it really wasn't yeah no so just as a sample of the sort of garbage that people are being brainwashed with on these leftist stations, I got a clip here. This is from CNN, in which uh, this um, professor is talking about the topic anti-science aggression. In other words, if you question the status quo, you are an aggressor. Just like these people, the twenty that are standing up in con- uh, in in the house, saying, "No, no, we want, we need, we need some accountability here." We're asking questions. We've got some real concerns. We need to turn this country around. Anyway, uh, Michelle, why don't you run clip two for me? And, uh, you know, we'll just go through that real quick. Go for it. Heard the president say, get vaccinated. He said, if you're not vaccinated, you have reason to be concerned. Those are primarily the people who are hospitalized. Those are, you know, the majority of the deaths that we're seeing. Lies, Mm -hmm. not the majority of people. Where are they getting these facts? You know, nobody, these are, these are people that are supposedly journalists, news reporters, people that are supposed to be verifying facts before they talk about things, you know, just like I do, you know, I'm technically not really a journalist, but hey, at least I try to verify things when I talk about them, right? Not just blurt out whatever they tell you to say. Well, you know, like, like I was talking about with the Democrats, how they just walk in lockstep. They go by their standard talking points list, which I believe is probably dis- uh, distributed in a, me- in a memo on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Why do you think, I just, just a question only, why do you think Congress and all that were uh, allowed to opt out of the vax and say, you know, how the whole world has to take the vax? Right. But and nobody in Congress had to take it. Why do you think that, you know, they made it so obvious? Really fascinating, huh? Yeah. Yet nobody asks that question, do they? Except no, us, no. we're asking that question. Yeah. Like, yeah. why why don't they have to take it? Why isn't their life is so important that they don't need to be vaxxed? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm sorry. There, there is no basis for that, that statement that that so-called terrible excuse of a reporter just made, in which the majority of people being hospitalized are un, unvaxxed. That's just just nonsense. Okay. Total nonsense. Okay, go ahead, Michelle. Seeing, again, deaths climbing uh, above 1,000 currently. And, and he said, you know, how critical boosters are. He emphasized how children should get vaccinated because there's been a lot of misinformation around that Hold. as well. Starting with the misinformation you are spreading right now, lady. Mm-hmm. You know, that trying to say that children need to be vaxxed. There is no reason children f- should be vaxxed, period. None. Uh, you know, even if you were, even if you could make the argument, which you can't, that the so-called vax is a vax for starters, it's not. If you could make the point that through actual clinical trials and actual facts that the vax actually helps, then there are no, there are facts out there that that show that children, for the most part, have virtually zero risk from this variation of the flu, Mm -hmm. which I call it. Uh, Yeah. Well, and then they they keep on, like, it's not not enough to say they need to be vaxxed. They're going to release another another variant on oh us. yeah there's a couple more variants oh, yeah, out there right now oh way. we need to be yeah. afraid and more are coming oh yeah like, so who who keeps releasing them you know who who actually does that to say uh who can actually honestly say that more are coming unless they're uh, themselves are releasing well you them. know there were there were professionals out there that were making the the making the point that possibly the people that are vaxxed are actually the ones generating the variants you make sense. Yeah. It totally makes sense. Yeah. You know, so there again, I'm not going to say that's a fact. I'm just going to say that people have brought up that topic and they've done some research on that and they, they seem to believe that that's a good possibility. So, hey, you know. Anyway, go ahead. Bottom line here, Dr. Hotez, do you think this speech will get more people to get vaccinated? I think it make, can make some incremental difference, but here's the bottom line. Um, you know, and I've been going up against anti-vaccine groups for 20 years because I have a, a, a daughter with autism and wrote a book a few years back called Vaccines Did Not Cause Rachel's Autism, which has made me public enemy number one or two from anti-vaccine groups. So I know them quite well. And here's now it's gotten to the point because of inaction, federal inaction for the last 20 years, that since June 1, we've had 200,000 Americans who refused to get vaccinated and lost their lives. Okay, hold that. Federal inaction. What's he what's he talking about? Come on. You know what he's talking about, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know. They're trying to say that uh, all these people are dropping dead now because they don't have the vax. Right. And trying to scare you. It's all fear-mongering, you know. Uh, they can't prove that all these people have died. I mean, people die every day. But lack of, lack of federal, or federal inaction. What this guy is federal promoting, inaction. this guy is promoting that the government, the, the, the heavy hand of the government, come in and force you to take that vax. Mm-hmm. That's what he's... That's what he's promoting here. Mm-hmm. That's what he's trying to say. Because if you don't take it on your own, the government should force you. The government should force you. Save everybody else. That's right. Mm. Go ahead. Continue. Science aggression. Anti-science aggression. Probably one of the leading killers of young adults in the United States. I'll say that again. Anti-science aggression, disinformation is now one of the leading killers of Americans. And, and okay, I've hold been, it. 
So, like I was talking about earlier, he is implying that if you refuse to take this experimental arm mRNA injection and be a guinea pig, that you are an aggressor. They're, you know, I, I've talked about this numerous times. They take a word and they redefine it into something else. Well, they, they replaced aggressor, uh, racist with aggressor because they, they always come up with some fierce word like aggressor, racist, something, and they wear it out and they move on. Now it's aggressor. Yeah. So yeah. we're aggressors. We, we forgot about the racist now. We're now we're aggressors. Yeah, racism, they wore that term out. Yeah, it was you exhausting. Know. They, they wore that one out. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like the other day I was watching. It, one thing that is, like, becoming very prevalent on, like, cable or, like, uh, Netflix and, and platforms like that is the F word. Throwing around the F word. Constantly. Constantly throwing around the F word. It's gotten to the point where the F word no longer has any impact anymore because it's, and, and I kind of wonder these people, it's like, I kind of question their intelligence. I kind of wonder if they have an extremely limited vocabulary. And so they got to fill in all of this stuff with the F word. Mm -hmm. Cause the F word could mean anything now. Before it, could. it was very, we knew what it meant. And now it, it's just used for everything. They just toss it around. Well, you know, there, there was a funny thing uh, that I listened to years ago where it was talking about the meaning of the word. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say the word. Can't yeah. say the word. F. Mm -hmm. Okay. And where they're talking about how it can, it can literally be used as any form, any part of a sentence. Mm -hmm. And including it can be uh, and in almost the entire sentence, F the effing effers. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it could, it could <laughs> mean anything, anything. <laughs> like what? <laughs> but, you know, it's, it, it's, it's like that. And it's like, where, how did I get off on that tangent? Uh, because it, they overuse it. Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay, there it. we go. Okay. <laughs> like they overuse the racist and now. Right. Racist is worn out. And now uh, the F word is going to get worn out too. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, that's what they do. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. Yeah. Okay. Continue pleading with administrations this goes back to the bush administration the obama administration the trump administration and this one and the answer has always been peter we're not talking about it now because it'll give it oxygen uh and 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 that's why we're at today. even now the biden administration refuses to do anything about it they basically pointed fingers at the social media companies at facebook and of course they have a role in disseminating it but they've not had the appetite okay, to go hold. after so there he's implying that the government, the heavy hand of the government... Is not doing enough. Not doing enough. They need to get in there and control these social media companies. Mm -hmm. We can't let this misinformation be getting out. Government control, that's such a scary thing. I know, thing. the Ministry yeah. of Truth. Uh -huh. Continue. Those who are generating the disinformation and, and the aggression, and we know who they are. There's a dozen of non-governmental groups identified by the Center for Countering Digital Hate. Isn't it amazing? We have oh, an organization. It. Oh, so if we hate. disagree, we hate people. Hate, yeah. We hate people. <laughs> mm -hmm. that, Let's, have you, that, that's what I say about those words, racist, aggression, hate. They're all violent words, you know? Right. Yeah. They you know these people like this idiot here they come up with this crap and they and they spread it out there and what they do is they try to they try to divide us against each other in this country which they've done a darn good job of doing that. They sure have. And and everything we're going to talk about today is going to kind of kind of roll into that. It's like dividing us and changing the meaning of words. You know, now if you disagree, I'm I'm sure that these 20 people that are standing up in, in, at the house right now, they're aggressors too. 
They're got to be. They're they're what are they? They're anti. Oh, they're anti-democrat, anti-democratic aggressors. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I know. I keep thinking, where do they come up? They stay up at night thinking of things to uh, attack us with. You oh, know? I think they do. Yeah, yeah, they do. So, so now, if you disagree, if you want to have a constructive debate, you're an aggressor. Yeah. If you don't agree with everything they say, right? You're a terrible. You're aggressor. An, you're an aggressor, and you're you, a hater. You're spreading misinformation, and you're a hater. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Continue. You've got the Center for Counterweight Digital Hate that's monetizing the internet responsible for it. We have, look at the CPAC conference. We Hold have members that? of the Digital hate? <laughs> that's what I told what? you. They stay up at night thinking that it will hate. But if you add digital, it's, it sounds more authentic. That's right. Digital Dig- hate. Digital hate. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. This guy is just a treasure trove of, of, <laughs> of new phrases. Okay, go ahead. United States Congress saying vaccines are nothing more than political instruments of control. First, they're going to vaccinate you, and then they're going to take away your guns and your Bibles. And okay, hold that. Is he lying? I mean, <laughs> no, he's totally right. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. they do. Yeah, they are trying to take away our guns and our Bibles. It's like, well, not maybe the Bibles directly, but, you know, they are... Actually, there's... Our a, rights. They're, said, our rights, they're taking our guns, away, and our That's Bible. right. You yeah. know, what happened over the past couple of years? They closed down the churches by force. Mm-hmm. Okay, they didn't take your Bible away. You probably still had your Bible. They aren't physically going door to door and confiscating Bibles like they're probably going to do with the guns at some point in time. Or maybe when they come to confiscate the guns, they'll just take the Bibles at the same time. Might as well kill two birds with one stone. That's right. <laughs> We're here to take your guns and your Bibles. <laughs> and your kids. <laughs> and your, your kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> your, your kids. We're going to take your kids because we, we need to send them to the to the gender-affirming uh, you know care. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Scare oh me. my Scare gosh. Me. <laughs> what? Okay, go ahead. As that sounds to us, there's a quarter of the country who believes it. We have this amplified every night on yeah. the conservative news outlets, and they've cultivated a whole cadre. Okay, hold of, that. All those conservative news outlets. We got to shut dare, them down. I dare them. That's right. <laughs> it's like, uh, come on. This idiot, he doesn't realize that, that the, the, the crazy, whacked out left almost owns all media. And we've got like a couple of conservative news outlets that are fighting back, and we got to get rid of them for sure. First, yeah. First. The funny thing is, is these conservative news outlets that he 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 claims are so evil and so awful, and they're aggressors and they're haters and whatever else they're going to throw in there, um, have all the listeners, most of the listeners. So it's like maybe people are more interested in hearing the truth than than the the nonsense. Well, if they hear stuff like digital hate and all that, what are they supposed to do? How Digi- do you how do you answer to how do you respond to that? Digital hate. What is that? Yeah. So is there is there going to be like a hate crime for digital hate now? Well, do you hate through the computer or what is a digital hate? What I, is it? I, I don't know. I'd like for him to define that, you yeah. know. Get yeah. Him, get him on the line. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to do that. I, and I he would make a great guest. I'd like to bring him in. I'd have he a lot of questions for him. Laugh and fall on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> what a jokester. <laughs> okay, continue. Contrarian pseudo-intellectuals that go on podcasts that are out there. there are, some of them are even professors at Harvard and Stanford. This Hold is that. A well- oh, my God. These Harvard professors and these... And Stanford, these, and yeah, these, they're ignorant. And Stanford people yeah. is like, what do they know? It's like... And, and, and you know, what, what was the term he just used? He used another term. He threw another term. And it's like anti-intellectual... Okay, why? Because they disagree with you? Well, yeah, of course. So they're obviously anti-intellectual. They're anti-science because, you know, as we know, you know, uh, St. Fauci, 
said that if you uh, disagree with what he has to say, you are anti-science, and he is science. If we, he he is that, Mr. Science. He, he sure proved that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Oiled, well-funded, well-organized uh, political monster that has to be dealt with. And, here, and what has to be done is the following. The Biden administration needs to stop keeping this uh, within the office of the Surgeon General of the health sector. HHS does not know what to do about this. So what they've got to do is create an interagency task force that brings in Homeland Security, the Commerce Department, the Justice Department. We have to bring in the State Department because now we know the Putin propaganda machine is using this. Oh, my gosh. Let's hold that issue. right there. It's and like, uh, yeah. oh, my gosh, we got to bring in the State Department and the DOJ and the FBI and the CIA and, mm-hmm. and, and maybe even those 87,000 and armed IRS agents, Bring and we got to take on. these people down. That's right, all of them. <laughs> these <laughs> haters. Them, shut them up. <laughs> these, these haters, these aggressors, these homophobes, these what racists. You, we got to take them down. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what this guy is saying. Yep, shut you know, them up. Is what drag them out of their houses, mm-hmm. string them up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Really take a hard look at how we dismantle the anti-vaccine, anti-science empire. And until we do that... That 200,000 number since June 1, I promise you, will double to 400,000 Americans dead uh, within the next couple of months. Wow. That, yeah, wow. That's all you just, can say. Just wow. That's all I can say. Just wow. Uh, he's amazing. He yeah, is. I mean, he, all this crazy stuff that he thinks. So, Do you think that's up on his own? I, Do you think? Maybe, or, or maybe. You know, here's the thing is with these talking points, these Democrats and these leftists all seem to have, in which they all have the same talking points. Exactly. I mean, right down to the same spin words. I, I, I played that, that collage one time of all these various different so-called news channels in on different networks and different channels and different locations, all saying exactly the same words. I just kind of wonder who's feeding. That's a good question. Who is coming up with these words? Is it this guy maybe? Maybe this guy is the guy that's making up those those talking points maybe because he uh, some of those things are amazing that he comes up with like, i know wow. i know yeah. yeah so who knows mm-hmm. hey so um okay let's talk a little bit about this omnibus bill we're kind of on on kind of <laughs> on track to talk about some of this nonsense i found a really good article in uh on at christianpost.com mm-hmm. okay and they talk about some of the items that are in this omnibus bill, which recently passed, and by the way, uh, several Republicans voted for this thing before the new House went into session, mm-hmm. you know, which I, I, I think that's, I think the, the smoke-filled rooms, these backroom deals that they're making, I, I think that that was all part of this. I wonder what they're smoking. I, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, the thing that bothered me most about that omnibus bill, as I mentioned before, is that we're paying for everybody's borders so that they'll be secure, and ours are wide open. We are. Yeah. We are. And they're, they're not doing anything to prohibit anybody from crossing our border, but boy— Death them try to cross Iran or well, Turkey or... that is the first point that they, they make in this article, okay? Mm-hmm. So the omnibus bill, it includes funding for border security of other countries while explicitly, explicitly prohibiting the U.S. from taking steps to secure its southern border with Mexico. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, they are, the bill actually includes provisions to prevent us from securing our own border. Mm-hmm. Now, and republic, there were Republicans that voted for this. I saw that. And, and okay, so 
I, I, I know what I want to do. I, I want to start off with, let me go back here. I want to start off with talking about who were the Republicans that voted for this, okay, that pushed it over the top, mm-hmm. that enabled it to, to pass, okay? So some of these are not going to be a surprise to you. <laughs> I'm going to cover, I'm going to talk about the House Republicans because those are the ones that matter right now. Yeah. Liz Cheney. Ugh. Republican Wyoming, mm-hmm. Rodney Davis, Republican, Illinois, Brian Fitzpatrick, Republican, Pennsylvania, Jamie Herrera, I think that's Butler, Republican, Washington, Chris Jacobs, Republican, New York, John Katko, Republican, New York, Adam Kinzinger, Republican, Illinois, Fred Upton, Republican, Michigan, wonder if he's related to Kate Upton, you know, the supermodel. Yeah, I don't know. Was, I saw yeah. it in a movie just the other day. It was really good. Uh, Steve Womack, Republican, Arkansas. And, of course, all of these Democrats joined with the Demo- – all these Republicans joined the Democrats in passing this ridiculous bill. These people in the next election, you people need to remember their names. And when the next election comes up, you need to vote them out. You need to primary them out. You need to get them out. So the bill covers, it it gives money to secure other countries and not us. So I'm going to break that down a little bit for you. Mm -hmm. It authorizes $410 billion to reimburse Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt, Tunisia, and Oman for the cost associated with ensuring enhanced border security. Meanwhile, the bill grants one... Now, keep in mind, it gave these other countries... We're, we're, we're sending our money to other countries to secure borders of other countries. And for our country, we got roughly $1.5 billion to customs and border protection. They got $410 billion. We invested $1.5 billion. But it wasn't to secure the border. No, it's not. not we're going to get to close. that. Yeah. So the bill explicitly states that none of the funds provided to U.S. Customs Border Protection shall be used to hire permanent federal employees or to acquire, maintain, or extend border security technology and capabilities, except for technology and capabilities to improve border patrol patrol processing so what that says is it says that no we're not going to use any of that measly amount of 1.5 billion to to secure secure the border no we're going to we're going to bring in more people so we can bring in more illegal aliens Mm -hmm. and pay for that with that billion that's right Mm -hmm. that's what that's going to be used for it's not going to be used for any kind of security it's going to be used for processing more illegal aliens into our country Mm -hmm. Jeez. Does that tick you off, people? Yeah, it makes it me real, very upset. It, it really upsets should. my stomach. Yeah. Like, and, uh, well, not only that, they're, the, they're money laundering more money to Ukraine there also. Well, that's right. Know? We're getting to that, too. Yeah. Yeah. More money for them to, it comes back into the United States. That's just not right. not to us. Well, kind of like that, kind of like that, uh, that uh, digital currency company that went belly up. You know, they were, they were laundering money, too, through through Russia and Ukraine and whoever else. So it goes on to say, in other words, the funds granted to the agency tasked with securing the border cannot be used to secure the border. Mm -hmm. 
even after the Democrat mayor of El Paso, Texas, declared a state of emergency due to the overwhelming number of people who've illegally entered the border city due to lack of border security. But hey, never fail, uh, or never fear, Biden is going to be going to the border. Oh, yeah, yeah, I that's heard right. that. He's yes. going there today or tomorrow, I can't remember. Um, but, yeah, that's that's just going to be some kind of I'm sure screwed a, up photo yeah, op. A joke. Yeah, uh-huh. it is. It is. Uh, yeah. He doesn't even. He, he's gonna. He's gonna go down to the border. He's not even gonna know where he is. <laughs> he doesn't know where he is he, when, he, when he's in Washington. No, he doesn't he, know where he, he is. He doesn't know where he is. He <laughs> don't know where he is. He doesn't know who his wife is. Mm-hmm. So, additionally, the omnibus bill forbids the use of the more than one point five billion dollars, which I mentioned, to U.S. Customs and Border Protection for any flights other than those flown by U.S. Customs and Border Protection, Air, and Marine Operations, except for technology and capabilities to improve border patrol processing. Okay, so what they're saying there is this bill specifically states they cannot use any of that money to fly these illegal aliens back to their country of origin. Mm. It will only allow for paying for flights within the United States so they can sneak them in in the middle of the night and drop them off in some in maybe your city or maybe your town mm-hmm. overnight without you knowing about it. That's all that it's going to pay for. Amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, and you know, here's another thing too. I, I referred earlier to this, um, I referred to the Constitution about the specific things that the government has the constitutional right to use our money for our taxpayer money so hold on i'm going to bring up this um my constitution page Ugh. i don't know what's going on okay i'll work on that <clears throat> so let's see uh next thing uh my connection's running really slow today, Stella. Yeah, my, yeah, I was saying, noticing that. I don't know what's going on. It's acting like it's Monday. It is. <laughs> it's <a laughs> like it's Monday. It is. It, yeah, in some ways it feels kind of like Monday. So anyway, I was going to point out that um, I'm going to bring up, I really want to bring up this page. Darn it. Um, So, Article 1, Section 8 of the U.S. Constitution, it specifically says what Congress can spend money on. I brought it up, by the way. Article 1, Section 8. I'm going to read some of this to you, and you can see what I mean. Okay. So, the Congress shall, and this is Article 1, Section 8 of the U.S. Constitution, the Congress shall have power to lay and collect taxes, duties, imposts, and excises to pay the debts and provide for the common defense and general welfare of the United States. So, what it's saying is, okay, yeah, they can use the money to fund the military, to defend the country, which they're not defending the country right now. The, our country is being invaded by millions of people, which, in in my opinion, we might be in for some an attack from within our country. 
Well, that's, I think that's the whole plan, to bring the United States from within. That's all they've been talking about, that you couldn't take the United States down. We're too strong a country, but you could take it down from within. Right. And that's where Biden and all of them come in. You know, in general wel- welfare of, of the United States, okay, um, I think maybe they might be abusing that term. I'm not really sure. To regulate commerce with foreign nations, okay, you know, at the country as a whole. Um, we have to come up with agreements to trade with foreign nations. Okay, well, that's, no, that's a good duty of the, of the federal government. Um, let's see. Here we go. Um, to promote, to establish post offices, postal roads, to promote the progress of science and useful arts by securing for limited times to authors and inventors exclusive rights. Basically, that's protecting from copyright infringement, from having your work stolen from you. But other than that, I mean, there is nothing in here saying anything about giving money to foreign countries. There's also no mention here about taking your money and paying for somebody else's pet project. Now we're going to cover that. Okay, so... So... Okay. Hey, I'll tell you what. I want to continue on with this because this is really good. We're going to take a short break, and then we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband and wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214. Or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505 292 
Marie. You're listening to Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. I'm here with my guest co-host, Stella Padilla, today, and we got started talking about this omnibus bill. Now, I made the point before the break that all of this spending is unconstitutional, totally unconstitutional. They, you know, so the next thing that they had $45 billion that they're, they appropriated, which means they, they stole it from you, the taxpayer, and they're going to send it to Ukraine. So what is it for? Okay, now, I, yeah, go ahead, Stella. I think well, you had something what, you want to say on that. What you don't know, you know that it's going to Ukraine, but you don't know what's happening to there. There's no accountability. No, none at all. And they're known for money laundering uh, Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Everybody's always argued about that, that they're very super corrupt. So I think for that $45 billion comes back into pockets like, you know, the Bidens and all the people that approved all this. They, I think they all get a cut of that. So it's not $45 billion going to Ukraine. They keep, I'm sure they keep a good percentage of it, but it goes back into the political hands of the people that authorized it in the first place. Yeah, and you know the thing is is that Ukraine, number one, they're not one of our allies. Mm-mm. And Zelensky, he's not really a good guy. It's like, you know, a lot of people, they, you know, they just, like we've been talking about earlier, it's like you get, people get told something and they just go with it without asking any questions. Okay, there was a really excellent thing by actually Tucker Carlson that was on not too long ago uh, about Zelensky and what's going on over there. I want to run that to uh, run that clip and we'll we'll comment on that, but this is what your hard-earned taxpayer money is going for, which unconstitutionally it's going over there, okay? So clip 4, Michelle, let's run that one. And welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. So you remember when Russia invaded Ukraine in February. And at that time, our leaders told us this wasn't some faraway conflict in Eastern Europe. This was our war. No military should ever be allowed to invade a sovereign nation, they told us. Iraq and Afghanistan obviously not included in that rule. The invasion of Ukraine could not stand because it was a matter of first principles. But more than that, it was a world historic moral battle that we were obligated to join. It was very clear, Vladimir Putin was pure evil. He was Hitler reborn. The Ukrainian President Zelensky was his mirror image. He was saint-like, self-denying, brave, honest, very handsome. And Zelensky was fighting for the very same ideals that our country was founded on. A number of news outlets, including CNN and the LA Times, compared him to George Washington. So they told us that with one voice, month after month. No disagreement allowed. Not surprisingly, it worked. Americans fell hard for President Zelensky. They all did. Even in rural areas that voted against Joe Biden, you saw Ukrainian flags hanging from mailboxes. To many people, it felt like World War II again. The good war. A battle against tyranny abroad for the sake of freedom and democracy. Hold that. So... So yeah, that's that's the that's the message that people were led to believe that oh, Zelensky's the good guy. It's like, did we know anything about Zelensky or or you? Well, you know, I know. Did they say that before or after he banned religion? Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. We're getting to that too. Mm-hmm. It's like so. You know, Zelensky's not a good guy, and 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 I know people have gotten mad at me about this. I I think there is. I think it's questionable about if. 
Putin is a worse bad guy than Zelensky. Um, I I think that they're and and saying that Zelensky is the opposite of Putin. Well, no, and we're going to get to that, and you're going to see why that is not the case. Go ahead, continue. Well, the better part of a year later, it's getting harder and harder to believe any of this. Whatever you think of the war in Ukraine, it is pretty clear that Zelensky has no interest in freedom and democracy. In fact, Zelensky is far closer to Lenin than to George Washington. He is a dictator. He is a dangerous authoritarian who has used $100 billion in U.S. tax dollars to erect a one-party police state in Ukraine. And that's not an overstatement. Over the past year, Zelensky has banned opposition parties. He shut down critical media by force. He's arrested his political opponents. He has sent soldiers into churches. Zelensky's secret police have raided monasteries across Ukraine, even a convent full of nuns, and arrested dozens of priests for no justifiable reason whatsoever and in clear violation of the Ukrainian constitution, which no longer matters. Neither does the U.S. constitution. And in constitution. the face of this, the Biden administration has said nothing, not one word. Instead, they just continue to push to send Zelensky more tax dollars. So naturally, Zelensky has become much bolder. Why wouldn't he? Hold that. Last so all of those things that's going on over there, Zelensky shutting down churches by force, uh, silencing opposing viewpoints on, on media. And arresting the priests and stuff. Arresting, mm -hmm. That all happened over here, too, for the most part. Mm -hmm. I mean— a little bit, they did it a little bit, a little bit different, but it basically the same thing happened here in the United States over the past couple of years. Preachers were arrested, churches were raided, social media companies were manipulated, people were canceled, opposing viewpoint, viewpoints were were silenced, and well, heck, you know, we've got a very a very leftist nominee for the FCC coming on board, mm. which. Biden has nominated, which um, we should really be concerned about that. So, I mean, the, the the person that heads the FCC, I mean, they have the power to shut down radio stations. You know, they have they have the power to tell a radio station whether or not their license can be renewed. Wow. So, yeah, you can see what's coming. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. That's coming this year. Yeah. Go ahead. Week he announced his plan to ban an entire religion the Ukrainian Orthodox Church, and to seize its property, all for being insufficiently loyal to his regime. And he said it out loud. Watch this. We have to create such conditions when any people dependent on the country aggressor won't be able to manipulate Ukrainians and weaken Ukraine from within. First, the National Security and Defense Council instructed the government to submit to the Verkhovna Rada, a draft law on making it impossible for religious organizations affiliated with centers of influence in the Russian Federation to operate in Ukraine. A free country does not ban a major religion just because it's not fully on board with the political program of the people running the country. But Zelensky's doing that, and his cabinet is now devising ways to punish Christians for practicing their banned ancient religion in Ukraine. Quote, personal economic and restrictive sanctions will be applied to any Christian caught worshiping in unapproved ways. Now, the Ukrainian Orthodox Church is more than a thousand years old. Hold, hold that, you know, it's like un worshiping in unapproved ways. You know, that, that reminds me of something that, that I've been adamantly opposed to. I've, I've seen people giving in and applying for these religious exemptions, okay, asking the government to 
approve whether or not their religion is ac- adequate enough to get an exemption. That's, that's just a clear violation of the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yet, yet this is allowed to slide. That's what I keep telling you. People see it happening, and then it just stands and goes with the flow. Yeah, they do. Ah. They do. It's that herd mentality, like like we talked about earlier. It's mm-hmm. like where everybody just kind of, oh well, you know, they're doing it, so I got to do it too. And it's like, you know, so these twenty in the in the house that are standing up, they're heroes in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. With the full backing of the Joe Biden administration and the U.S. Congress, Zelensky has decided to ban it. So here's the response of one bishop to the news. I don't know how many how how many of you guys understand this guy's language, but unfortunately, on this particular part, they're showing the, the words on the screen. He's basically speaking out, saying, you know, you can't you can't be coming in and banning religion. You know, Tucker's going to talk about that though. You're not allowed to send soldiers into churches. You're not allowed to arrest dozens of priests because they refuse to bow before you. You're not allowed to ban whole religions. So most of the U.S. media, most, have just ignored this. Some have made excuses for it. Oh, he has to do this because there's a war. But there's no justification for this whatsoever. The Ukrainian Orthodox Church is not Russian. It's Ukrainian. It has no connection to the Putin government. It has, in fact, officially denounced the Russian invasion of Ukraine. So once again, there is no justification for destroying and banning this church. And yet Zelensky's many celebrity backers in the West have said nothing about it. And they should know better. In May, George W. Bush, the great defender of Christendom, met with Zelensky on a Zoom call and afterward described him as the Winston Churchill of our time, a man who should be praised for his, quote, commitment to liberty. So where's George W. Bush on this question? Now that his friend, the George Washington of Ukraine, has banned a form of Christianity in that country. Well, George W. Bush has been silent as well. So have many purportedly Christian members of Congress. They're backing Zelensky no matter how many Christians he arrests, no matter how many churches he seizes. Hold that. See, this is like another thing like I've been talking about with the the whole, you know, forced vaccine thing, the coercion that's been going on in the past couple years, is the truth about that will never come out. They will never admit they were wrong, because if they admit they're wrong, then they would be liable for serious lawsuits. Serious lawsuits or even crimes against humanity. And that more than anything. Yeah. So so like this basically this proxy war that they're fighting with Russia through Ukraine, they're never going to admit they're wrong about this. You know, just like they never admitted they were wrong really about the the weapons of mass detru- destruction in in Iraq. You I know? remember that what you a know? disaster that was. Yeah. They didn't find not one weapon. No. Not no. one. So they don't They'll never admit they were wrong, because if they admit they're wrong, then they have to suffer the consequences of a bad decision. And they're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. No. Go ahead. To the Ukrainian people, uh, you can expect the Congress to, to be there with you in terms of supporting your efforts to maintain your freedom. Everything that we can do uh, to be helpful to them as they fight for, as they fight for their freedom. I think the history of the 21st century turns on how fiercely mm-hmm. we defend freedom in Ukraine. We will continue to provide military equipment so that Ukraine can defend its territory and its freedom. The United States will continue our unwavering support for Ukraine as it defends its freedom. And let's get the job done so that we can save lives in Ukraine and defend the cause of freedom. 
The free world had no choice. America could not stand by. The American people did what they always had done. Defend freedom around the world. So hold that. Every single... So you notice all these people. You notice how I mentioned earlier how these different news stations, different networks, different stations, different cities, all are saying the same exact words. Mm -hmm. These people... They're just, they're a bunch of sheep. You know, they're just following the leader. They're all just saying the same thing that they're told to say. I don't think any of these people have ever really done any real research on their own to see what it is, you know, they're, they're, and they're all saying the same, oh, it's for, to fight for freedom. Well, these people don't really have very much freedom. To begin with. No, they don't. Yeah. You know. And it's amazing that he'll stand there and say that they're going to keep supporting them and keep sending yeah, money for as long as it takes. Yes, so that they because that's they're going to make as much money on this little gig as they can. Oh, of course they are. Yeah, of so course they are. We're going to continue to support them. You know, and here's the thing: it's like the the critics of the funding for the Ukraine are 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 asking about oversight, accountability. Mm-hmm. You know, is anybody? Like, is anybody in Ukraine, okay, when they receive this money, or is anybody Can keeping a record exactly of what where exact, it's going to? No, 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 nobody is. No, it's coming back to the United States. Yeah, coming back to these, line in the pockets of these corrupt politicians. Yes. Yeah, these people are disgusting. Mm. So, you know, the gang of 20, I'm all with them, you know. Mm-hmm. They can put a stop to this. The House can put a stop to this. Finally, maybe, mm-hmm. hopefully. This is why they want to make sure that the the right Speaker of the House is chosen, because mm-hmm. that's the person that, that guides the direction in which what gets heard and what doesn't get heard. And they can cut them off yeah. from the little bandwagon they got yeah, going Yeah, they can there. say, no, we're done sending money to Ukraine. We're, we're done mm-hmm. paying for this 87,000 IRS agents. Uh, you know, we're done paying for these pet projects. We're not going to approve any of this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why they had to slide through that omnibus bu- bus bill before the, the new Congress came in, because they knew that the new Congress, it would never fly. So it's too late. It's too late. Is that what they're saying, that the new Congress can't stop it? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Then what good is it then? Yeah. What good is that if get a new Congress and they can continue doing that because they already wrote it in a bill right before they took over? Yeah, I know. Wow. I know. So the other point they made here is that uh, they're awarding millions of dollars to LGBT advocacy groups. Okay. Now, you people out there that have been, <laughs> that have been accusing me here lately of being anti-LGBT, I know this is, this is going to give you more ammunition against me. It's like, bring it on. That's all I can say. I am not LGBT, anti-LGBT. Okay? Yeah. I am not. Okay? What I am against is the fact that they're taking... $750,000 of your hard-earned tax money, and they are giving it to some groups that are basically the Trans-Latin Coalition. Oh, and oh, this isn't surprising. It's based out of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. uh, so so they're, they're basically, this, this group, they are providing gender-affirming support. Mm-hmm. So... It's like whether you're whether you're in favor of that cause or not, that's not even the question here. I don't care. I mean, if you if you want to run a group like that and 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 promote whatever you want, as long as you are not doing it with my taxpayer money and as long as you are not basically being a predator towards little kids and trying to indoctrinate them, I don't care what you do. Mm-hmm. I don't care. But 
it, it's a clear violation, yet another clear violation of Article One, Section 8 of the U.S. Constitution. They're taking money, and they're giving it to some other group. They're taking your money, and they're giving it to somebody else. See, people don't understand that. Like that $30 million that the <clears throat> governor is uh, building that new abortion clinic in Las Cruces so that Texas— can come here and get free abortions and all that. Yeah, yeah. You know, that they don't understand that we're paying for that. As poor as we are in New Mexico, supposedly, I don't think New Mexico is as poor as they say it is. Uh, the, it's just that the way the government handles the money makes it look like you're poor because the citizens don't see it. Yeah. But they know what they're doing with it. But who are they to say, I'm going to get $30 million to help another state come here and get free abortions? Yeah. You know, if you're going to use abortion for birth control, then maybe you should pay for your own abortions. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I'm not saying that uh, that people, they, they keep say, using the term, well, what about women that have been raped or incest and all this? Stuff? That's like a point very, zero, very zero, tiny, zero, tiny minority. Point zero 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 two percent maybe right. of that. And some people keep their baby, but they're, they're just using this all like a health issue for women, and it has nothing to do with health. No, it don't. Not for women. And there again... What I what I want to reiterate is that they're taking your taxpayer money mm-hmm. and they're giving it to other people. Mm-hmm. Not constitutional. Not constitutional at all. That's why they're trying to wipe out the Constitution. That's why they're trying to wipe out. The, the Constitution mm-hmm. is a real stumbling block for them. And do you realize that in, how long has it... The Constitution was written was like two is it two hundred and thirty two years or something? Yeah, close to that. Going on there, yeah. That's really a short amount of time if you think about mm-hmm. it. It is. It's it was like yesterday. Yeah. You know, like I don't. I yeah. Don't know. I don't understand it. Let's see. So they're taking. Uh, you know, they got uh, three million here going to a partnership between New York Historical Society and the American LGBT ABC one two three plus 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 Museum Partnership <laughs> Project. And and seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for the Albany, New York based in our own voices Inc. to provide transitional housing and services to LGBT and non gender non conforming people. Mm-hmm. So that this is not something that our taxpayer money should be used for. No. But why are they doing this? They're doing this so that they can buy votes. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing it for. Yeah. Let's see. So we got, uh, what else do we got here on, um, what else are they throwing our money away for? So they said that the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services has earmarked that 105000 to the Big Brothers Big Sisters of Greater Pittsburgh so it can create a mentoring program for the LGBTQPOSA, whatever, youth. Mentoring. Yeah, mentoring. What is that? I think that's another word for indoctrinating. Exactly. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And then the agency, they also gave 856000 to the LGBT Center uh, in New York for facilities and equipment. So f- facilities, maybe, equipment, you know, for housing them, or what? Is it just more indoctrination? Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, why why did people in the LGBTQ++ community need to be provided with housing why can't they get a job and pay for their own housing like the rest of us do it's like i i I don't even understand the logic behind that i really don't there isn't no i don't Mm -hmm. so the next thing it does is and 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 i think i'm probably in favor of this one which is kind of rare um 
is there it contains a ban for the use of TikTok on government devices. Number one, I don't know why TikTok would be on a government device. The Chinese. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, why are people taking their government-provided computers and smartphones and whatever and using them to watch TikTok videos? I, I you know, they sh- that's not... You know, they should be working. They shouldn't be watching TikTok videos. Well, you know, what worries me is that the children are, are really attached to these TikTok videos. They post a lot of stuff, but they see a lot of stuff. And a lot of it is, has, has a sublimary effect. Uh, they suggest a lot of things to them. Like, they actually said that they uh, have eating disorders because of watching people on TikTok trying to be skinny or whatever. And they uh, a lot of suicides have been coming from that because they tell you, like it's okay to take your life or whatever, and this is going through TikTok. And children are very impressionable. Yeah, um, I think I don't know how. I mean, do the parents not talk to your children and tell them that it's not okay? Suicide's not okay. All these things are not okay. And a lot of kids are committing suicide just by the things that they see on TikTok. Well, you know what I think is going on. I think that a lot of parents use technology as like a babysitter. Exactly. You know, and so so these kids are growing up just staring at a screen mm-hmm. their entire life. Mm-hmm. So so their entire worldview is based on what they're watching on the little screen. Well, and the parents buy them the little Xbox so they can, you know, do the little war games and stuff, and all of them are violent, kill, 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 lots of blood and everything. So then when they get a hold of a gun, they don't think it's it's like the the games you're using on the box, you know? They're, mm-hmm. they're, they, it's not a, anything serious to them. You kill right there and splatter blood, everything. It's, it's nothing to them. So when they do it out in the streets, it's something that was, like, suggestive to them to the and it's their babysitter the mom has to work full time the dad is probably not even around she probably has to have two jobs to try to pay the rent and yeah. feed them and clothe them or whatever so she buys the babysitter the box for them and lets them pick their own games and they're all very violent blood shedding games mm-hmm. so then they come out with a gun to them it's a joke yeah yeah, yeah. well uh, let's see and the last thing they have on here um, and keep in mind this is only just scratching the surface of mm-hmm. a 4,000-page document, okay? This is just a few of the things. You can imagine what else is in there, okay? The last thing I have here is that it allocates more than half a billion dollars, half a B, billion with a B, mm-hmm. for family planning designed to inhibit population growth. Inhibit. Inhibit population growth. And the bill states that not less than $575 million should be made available for family planning reproductive health, including in areas where population growth threatens biodiversity or endangered species. Now, that's just plain weird. Yeah. So, so we're going to, I mean, I think ultimately we're talking about abortion here. Well, okay. yeah. So, so between the, the species. Right. Yeah. Um, endangered biodiversity and endangered species. So, what the heck are they saying here? Are they saying like a, they go to a particular part of the country, and if if like we we decide well we need fewer humans in this area because we're you know we're saving the silvery minnow or something like that, and so <laughs> we got to save the minnow, trust me, save the minnow and get rid of the humans. <laughs> yes, I, is that what they're doing? I I don't know. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there again, it's them redefining words. So terms like family planning, mm-hmm. okay, and reproductive health. They're just euphemisms for abortion. Mm-hmm. Kill them all. That's right. Jeez. So, I don't know. It, they said something here. Let's see. They said, 
describing the idea of encouraging abortions in areas with high population growth as an example of Malthusianism. Now, I like to define words. I looked that one up. Malthusianism is the view that without moral restraint, the population will increase at a greater rate than it, its means of subsistence, as proposed by the English economist and clergyman Robert, no, Thomas Robert Malthus. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so they're going to they're gonna use money from this to... If there's too many people reduce the population in the city, then yeah, we'll just wipe out the ones we don't need. I I I don't even know how this would work. Well, it, the way it's working now, abortion. Yeah, you know. but how did how did they determine that there's more abortion in one place than another? Mm. Yeah. See that that's probably the heavily populated areas. I would like for somebody to explain that one to me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, one of the things I'm going to talk about in the third hour is I'm going to talk about this AI that's being worked on and how I've, I've tried it out. I've, I've, had some conversations with it and I actually uh, backed it into a corner and actually crashed the program because it couldn't answer my question. You were just diligent. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. It's like what I'll do is like, I'll I'll ask a question Mm -hmm. and then it'll give me a broad answer. It's like, okay, you gave me a pretty broad answer. Let's narrow that down a little bit. This particular thing that you said, let's talk about this. And that's what I kept doing. I kept narrowing the conversation down and down and down. You wore it out. I wore it out and it's Mm -hmm. cornered it to where it it, it couldn't come up with a logical answer for my question. Mm -hmm. And then it crashed. It said error. (laughs) <laughs> like a Democrat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so, in the third hour, that is going to be one of the things we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, you know, we never got to the Twitter files. Uh, let's let's hit that at the beginning of the third hour. We'll okay. talk about the Twitter files, because I got some good stuff on there. Okay. And then I also want to talk about this human composting. That's so scary. It is scary, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I want to talk about that, too. Yeah, so don't go anywhere. The third hour is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of really interesting information we're going to share with you. And I'm going to cover the uh, first and second releases of the Twitter files. And I'm just going to cover those every week. And, you know, next week I'll cover a couple more releases. And we'll, we'll go in and talk about those, too. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Hour 3. 